Pastor Chris's podcast. So, if God knows everything about us, do we really have the freedom to make our own choices? This question deals with two Christian teachings that seem to contradict each other. One is God's omniscience, which is a fancy way to say God knows everything. The other teaching is free will, the idea that God gives people the freedom to make their own choices. But if God knows everything, in other words, he's omniscient, how can people really have the freedom to make their own choices? This is a question Christians have debated for thousands of years. And I'm not going to solve this mystery in one short video. I'm sorry. However, I can give you the major ways that people deal with this dilemma and share some of the ramifications for each school of thought. And finally, I will share the way I personally think about this problem. The first school of thought is predestination. Predestination says God knows everything that's going to happen because he's already planned it out and he's determined how it was going to turn out before it was even started. This is the way someone is thinking when they say something like, God gives everyone a certain number of days to live, and when it's your time to go, it's just your time. You can't do anything about it. Predestination is pretty straightforward and easy to understand, and it also preserves a view of God as all-knowing and all-powerful. However, it creates a lot of problems. For instance, what do you do with terrible tragedies like natural disasters, earthquakes, and tornadoes? And even more troubling, what about school shootings and genocide? Did God purposefully plan and cause all these evils to occur? What kind of God causes a mass murderer to shoot up an elementary school? People who reject predestination say that's not the kind of God who can truly be called good and holy or loving. That's more like an evil devil than a good God. Now, there are indeed places in the Bible where God causes disasters. However, it is in response to people's bad behavior. People are being evil, and God is punishing people's bad behavior. So people are the ones that are responsible for the disasters in the Bible, not God. But there are even more problems with predestination. If a person can't change their predetermined fate, then God has already decided if they will spend eternity in heaven or hell. There's nothing people can do to change their eternal destination. That would mean God created some people to burn in hell for eternity, knowing that they can't do anything to change their torturous eternal fate. And so, in that scenario, people have no responsibility for their own punishment. Only God is responsible. So why should Christians even try to evangelize? It doesn't do any good if everybody is already predetermined if they're going to end up in heaven or if they're going to be in hell. And if predestination is true, why should we worry about eating right, exercising, or wearing a seatbelt? Why should we go to a doctor? If God has already determined how long we will live, and nothing we do can change it, why should we take any responsibility for our own personal health and safety? 
Why should we try to help anyone else to be healthy or safe? Predestination also cripples a person's freedom to love God. You can't force someone to love you. Coercion negates authentic love. Under a scheme of predestination, people are more like computers or robots that are pre-programmed to either obey God or disobey God. There's no free choice or personal responsibility, and thus there can't be any real love. The opposite view of predestination is free will, which says God gives everyone the freedom to choose what they will do. According to the free will viewpoint, our fate is not predetermined. We determine our own future by our own choices. This view takes the ultimate responsibility of evil off of the shoulders of God and puts it squarely on our own shoulders. If bad things happen, it's because people do bad things. Either their personal behavior causes the bad consequences or the collective behavior of humanity corrupts God's perfect world and leads to bad consequences God didn't intend. Things like murder and school shootings, cancer, destructive tornadoes and hurricanes. Some will argue, yeah, but if God knows what choices we are going to make, then isn't it still predetermined? So free will seems to weaken the notion of an all-knowing God, even though the Bible clearly teaches God is all-knowing. Is your head hurting yet? You can deal with the problems caused by free will in a few ways. The first idea is self-limiting omniscience. God limits his foreknowledge. This means God doesn't allow himself to know what choices you will make, or maybe he lets himself know some of it, but not all of it. In this way, God limits his interference with people's free will. God may drop hints or impart grace to help people make the right choices, even nudge them right up to the edge of making the right choice. But ultimately, God lets people make their own decisions. In this way, God self-limits his sovereignty to allow space for free will. This makes real love possible, since real love must be a free choice. This also means God does not plan or cause all things, but rather he uses all things for his purposes. God did not necessarily cause a madman to shoot up a school. That kind of evil happens because we live in a broken world and people make bad choices. However, God can and does use bad things for his own good purposes. This view doesn't mean that God can't cause all things, but he chooses, in some cases, not to cause things and to leave them up to people's free choices. Another answer to problems brought on by belief in free will is Molinism. Molinism says God can see what I will choose by my own free choice, but God doesn't force me to choose. But he knows what I will choose, given a certain set of circumstances. Therefore, God's foreknowledge doesn't cause our decision. He only knows what will happen. And then when you make your choice, God uses it for his purpose. But maybe you say, God thinks he knows me. 
but I'm going to change it up today just to surprise him. But God knows you so well, he even knows if you tried to surprise him. Now, none of these arguments is a perfect answer to the contradiction between omniscience and free will. And this is why people haven't solved this problem yet, and they probably never will. I think the truth of God's omniscience is very complex, and it requires a combination of more than just one simple explanation. All of these ideas have some truth that can be useful. For me, predestination is just too simple. In addition to making God out to be an evil tyrant, God said in Isaiah 55, 9, For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And I think we misunderstand God, and we do injustice to his, to his character when we try to simplify him into one neat, tidy explanation that makes us feel comfortable. God is not simple, and his holy presence should make us feel uncomfortable. Thinking about the infinite unknowable nature of God should make you stretch beyond your little-minded human ways of thinking. I want to add one more theory about the character of God that tries to address the apparent contradictions between God knowing everything beforehand and people having the freedom to make their own choices. So, get ready to cook your noodle. Now, here's a theory that helps me think about God and this issue. I call this view present timelessness, but I'm not the first person to come up with this theory. And researching for this video, I found out this view was first proposed by a Christian philosopher named Boethius, and he lived in the sixth century. So it's kind of cool for me to find out something that I was thinking about has already been thought about by a really smart guy back in the sixth century. Present timelessness, or the Boethian solution, says, only the present actually exists. Sorry, Back to the Future movie fans and proponents of time travel. According to this philosophy, none of that would be relevant or even possible. Great Scott. I know, this is heavy. If God created time, God is not bound by the laws of time. Remember, God created light and darkness, sun and the moon, stars and days, and all the ways that we mark time. And God is sovereign, sovereign even over time. Evidence from the Bible suggests that God is timeless. He is the great I am. When Moses asked God in the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3, what is your name? God replied, I am, or I am who I am. The ancient Hebrew word is Yahweh, and it, it's not really fully translatable into human language. God said, I am. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. God's name seems to indicate that God exists outside of time and is always present in the present. Such a view is mind-boggling for humans. Did you just say mind-boggling? Yeah, mind-boggling. You know, when things are so crazy, it gets your thoughts all trapped like in a bottle. Since we've always existed in a past, present, future reality. However, if God exists outside of time, 
it wouldn't make sense to say that God believed something yesterday that turned out to be untrue tomorrow, because yesterday and tomorrow do not exist in God's timeless reality. Though this way of thinking may seem incredibly foreign to most people, I think it comes close to the truth. If we can bring ourselves to suspend our dependence on human thinking of life in terms of past, present, and future, we might realize that it is really only the present that actually exists. We cannot go forward into the future because the future doesn't exist. We can't go back into the past because it no longer exists. It's only right now that truly exists. What you are doing right now in this very moment is the only reality that is actually real. By the way, think for a moment how this timelessness concept might relate to forgiveness, healing from past traumas, worries about the future. Remember, Jesus commanded us to forgive what happened in the past and not to worry about what's going to happen in the future. Hmm, might make a lot of sense to me if the past and the future are only human concepts and not true in God's ultimate reality. The only thing we are absolutely sure exists is right now. And God knows us right now. He sees us completely and absolutely. We cannot hide anything from God at this moment. And therefore, he is absolutely omniscient in this present moment. And somehow, mysteriously, what happened yesterday or what might happen tomorrow is swallowed up in or somehow incorporated into what is actually happening right now in this very moment. Hey, I warned you this was going to bake your noodle. So what's the final answer? Haven't you been listening? There is no answer. Well, no final conclusive answer anyway. If you just want a simple answer, predestination is the simplest answer, but it brings all kinds of serious problems along with it. And I believe predestination does injustice to our understanding of God. On the other hand, Free will arguments create problems too, problems that lead to all kinds of questions for which we only have partial answers. But there's something else really important and practical to consider in this debate. Consider the consequences of each school of thought, because what we think about God and human nature has serious ramifications for the way we choose to live. For instance, if God has already predestined everything to happen, according to his predetermined plan, then we can't do anything to change it. Why should we try to tell people about Jesus? God has already willed some people to be saved, and they will be saved. And God has already predestined other people for hell, and nothing we do can change it. So why waste our time trying? In fact, if we do try, we might actually be fighting against God's predestined plan. We can't do anything to make the world any better or worse than it already is. God has already determined how it will all turn out. That means you can't do anything 
I can't do anything to fight racism, end oppression, alleviate suffering, find a cure for cancer, stop domestic violence, help the poor, any of those things. We can't do anything to really make the world a better place because God's already determined how it's going to turn out. And it's not dependent upon our choices or our behavior. Under that scheme of predestination, people have no power, no choice whatsoever to do anything contrary to God's predetermined plan. Not only does that paint a very dark picture of God, it also destroys people's motivations to be the hands and feet of Jesus who said his purpose and the purpose of his followers is to bring good news to the poor, release captives, make the blind see, end depression, see Luke 4, and save souls for eternal life, see John 3.16. As Jesus' followers, Christians clearly are supposed to work to make the world a better place and to save as many for eternal life as possible. Predestination excuses Christians from this responsibility, and it's contrary to God's clearly stated mission for his people in the Bible. On the other hand, if God has given people the free will to choose their own actions, then we have a serious responsibility to do our very best. Yes, it might mean God has relinquished some of his power, but in doing so, he made it possible for a true relationship of love to exist between God and his people. We can truly and freely choose to love God. This means that God is not sending anyone to hell. People get to choose their eternal destination based upon whether or not they trust Jesus and follow him as Lord. It also means Christians must do everything in our power to spread the good news about Jesus Christ. So as many people as possible are saved from hell into eternal life with God in the kingdom of heaven. Our efforts matter and are essential. Furthermore, our efforts to make the world around us a better place make a real difference. And we have a serious responsibility to change our world in this life for the better. Now, it's not all up to us. I mean, God is helping us, but we can't shrug off our responsibility either. We have to do our part. And so, which of these viewpoints do you think is more useful? Which one leads us to a better world and a more fruitful relationship with God and with each other? For me, the clear answer is free will. Believing God gives people the freedom to make their own choices doesn't necessarily mean God is not still all-knowing and all-powerful. However, I believe that it is essential to emphasize free will over God's omniscience sometimes. Believing and clinging to an uncompromising belief in predestination is a fatalistic detriment to our relationship with God and each other and our Christian mission. I could be wrong. What are your thoughts? Post them in the comments and also comment about any other questions that you have about the Christian faith. Now, let's get out there and grow and be fruitful.